do you get off on weird stuff? Monsters. Halloween. Horror. You've heard of word porn. Car porn. And earth porn. Now prepare yourself for... Monster porn. This can't be a good idea. Weird fiction and horror podcast. Created by... The Backwards Hat Guy, Matt Cummins. Why is it raining blood in my house? Puggles, the abomination trapped in the body of an adorable teacup piggy. You have the best fucking funerals, bro! And me, Lita Cultist, Brett Norwood. Today's story is A Text in the Dark, by me, Brett Norwood. Good day, Brett here. I just want to say thanks for the ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you are a true-born monsterbaiter, please keep them coming to support the show. We got a new review on Apple Podcasts this week from njohn29121, who says, Big fan. Honestly wish the intros outros were a lot shorter. But I have enjoyed a huge number of the episodes released, so I'm giving it five instead of four stars because I hope for this show to grow. Thanks so much, njohn. We always appreciate the feedback, and we'd like to know what other listeners think. How do you feel about the ratio of skit to feature story? Let us know in your review, or on Facebook or Twitter. Anyway, thanks to Njohn for the review. We really appreciate your support. And thanks to everyone for listening and getting subscribed on whichever podcast app you listen. Enjoy today's Creepy Quickie. I need to begin the loathsome ritual. I need to... Record the bonus episode. But Matt hasn't greenlit either of my short stories. Hmm. Guess I'll have to text him. Please let me know what you think of my shorts. My stories, not my briefs, to be clear. I already know those are slamming. While I wait, I might as well prepare. Let's see. Draw the magic circle around the mic. Light the candles on the interface. File my fingernails to sharp points. And howl at the inaudient sky for Ishishunanu. <coughs> the basic podcast things. I should also check our stats for how many human souls we've taken this month. Pull up Chartable. Hmm. Not nearly enough to feed the desolator of Abath Kanath. Gods, his hunger reaches to the furthest stars. The more he devours, the more vast it grows, just like his... Ah, Matt has greenlit the bonus episode. Perfect. He likes my shorts. Fasten my cape against the cold of the outer darkness. I think we're ready to go. When I woke up, there was a text on my phone from a number I didn't know. It said, You were in my dreams last night. I snickered at the thought of some hungover bro thinking he was texting the chick he met last night when she'd actually given him a number a digit off or whatever. On purpose, I mean. And now he thought this particular line was suave and not creepy at all. So, after staring at it for a while, in the middle of brushing my teeth, I stopped and replied, Wrong number, bro. I had entertained messing with the poor dude, but it just seemed cruel. Just after I hit send, that's when the next message showed up. I was chasing you through the forest like a spring hare. 
I stared with my toothbrush hanging out of my mouth and thought, Huh. That's not fucking creepy. Well, then it got worse. The next text came right on the heels of the last one. No. No what, I thought. Then. I know who this is. I spat out the toothpaste and started to panic a little bit. Part of me wanted to text back, This is Josh, and have this rando text back, Oh right, gotcha, sorry, wrong number. But then I'd be giving the creeper my name. Instead, after a couple minutes, I gathered up the nerve, and against my better judgment telling me just to drop the thing and ignore him, to reply, Who you think this is? There wasn't a reply for the rest of the day, and I thought it was over. Late in the afternoon, I started feeling a little off in the stomach. Well, more than a little off, but I'll spare you the details. So I left work early and went home. I crashed immediately on the couch after one more sprint to the bathroom, and my lights must have been completely out for an hour and a half. I woke up in a sweat and, well, a little more than a sweat. I was a bit soiled down there. And there was this dream fading, and I fought to hold on to what it was because it felt terribly important. I ran to the pot again, and while I sat there, pouring out my sickness like a fucking beer tap, I rehearsed the whole terrible thing in my mind, trying to reassemble a coherent picture. I was in my house. It felt like afternoon in the summer. I had, (laughs) this is kind of funny, my childhood toy bin out and was playing with toys with my ex, Elizabeth, whom I hadn't seen in like three years. But there she was, playing with Bionicle and Bakugan with me. We had them spread out on the bedspread. It was all fine so far. Fine, but weird, right? But then I got this sick feeling and something prompted me to look out the window that was there over the bed. Through the soft gray of the curtain, the light coming in framed the silhouette of a man waiting perfectly still. Elizabeth was gone and I ran through the house to lock all the doors. Afraid to look at each window I passed, but the front door and the back door both had a big window in them. It would be impossible to avoid them. I reached the front door first. There was no one there, and I locked the door, and I kept running. It was when I passed the living room picture window that I saw the man again, backlit behind the beige curtains. And I noticed something weird about the shadow. That it looked like he had his hands up to his face, but I couldn't see the arms. They'd have to be pulled in close in front of his body or something. But there were his hands up, pressed against his cheeks. I didn't stop, but went around through the kitchen to the back door where, again, I had beaten the stranger to the window. As the relief washed over me, not only that I had reached the door to lock it before he got there, but just that I wouldn't have to see him out the window. And as I turned the lock, he stood up. He'd been crouching on the porch in front of the door already. How he got there so fast, I didn't know. I saw his bald scalp first, then his red but otherwise normal eyes. His bare shoulders, which I looked down on at first, showed that he was naked. He stood and was tall, and I saw what was up with his hands. He had his hands on his face. I mean, they came out of his cheeks like insect mandibles. He wriggled the fingers, and then I saw him between them, a round mouth hole full of shark-like teeth. And then I woke up. 
in sweat and poop. Now I stumbled out into the living room and toppled onto the couch, groaning. It was getting dark outside, and I didn't like it. I didn't like being alone. I didn't like not being able to see out the window. I thought I might throw up. On the coffee table, I saw my phone. The blue notification light flashed once. By this point, I'd basically forgotten about the exchange that started my day, so I picked it up without trepidation. As I clicked the button and the screen lit up, there was a message. Who I think this is, it said. That's all it said. I looked at the timestamp. It had just come in. The following speech bubble came up while I was still staring at it, trying to suppress the fated tingle reaching up my esophagus. This is my spring hair. When I looked again, there was the last message. Just two emoji. Two open hands facing each other. Oh, I got a message. Look, somebody sent me two hand emoji. They must be clapping. They must have liked the story. Huh. Kind of weird that they heard the story before I've even released it, but I guess whoever it was must just be near enough to hear. Oh well. Now I've got to go on to post-production. Oh joy, that's the time-consuming part. All the blood sacrifice makes for a lot of cleanup. Oh well, that's what we got to do to rise up in those Apple charts. I mean, that's what the documentation says. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, Monster Baiters. Next week, Matt will be back. I mean, if he has to be. Uh, I'm not powerful enough to keep him banished in the Dead Realms forever. Monster Porn Podcast is a production of Warped Box Media. Today's story was A Text in the Dark by Brett Norwood. Huh. I didn't realize they made a cannibalism emoji. Good day, Monsterbaiters. Brett here. If you enjoyed this episode of Monster Porn, be sure you're subscribed on your preferred podcast app. And if you can spare just one minute to help this show grow, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Every little bit of your support helps keep us doing this thing. Check out the Monster Porn store at monsterpornpodcast.com store, where you can find t-shirts, phone cases, stickers, the Moms Love Monster Porn mug, a sale on automotive tires, Sumerian votive figurines, 
and the skull of Rodin's rightmost head. All just in time for Christmas. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's it. Thanks for listening, and until the shark angels come, stay weird, and Godspeed, strange cowboy. I saw his bald scalp first, then his red but otherwise normal eyes, his bare shoulders, which I looked down on. Ah, God, I'm so dumb at reading. Thank you for listening, and go do stuff.